0: Boop boop boop. Druids and cars go into festivals. They can chat about things. It's a Druid podcast in cars. do do do
1: do. do, 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 do. Sometimes the best parts of festivals are the discussions that surround them, reflections on what we did and heard, anticipation of what's to come, and processing what it all means in relation to our spiritual work. We wanted to help either introduce you to that phenomenon or extend it for you. That's what this is about. I'm Reverend Jan Vende,
0: And I'm Reverend Michael J. Dangler. We're priests of Arnoyot Fane and members of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. We're recording these sessions actually live in cars, actually going to festivals and events, so you will hear road noise, turn signals, and navigation prompts. But that's part of what makes it fun.
1: So... Sit back and enjoy Druids in Cars going to festivals. So, we talked about all of the like defined magical pieces of a core order of ritual ADF style, right? Um, which leaves kind of this nebulous the workings.
0: The workings! And, and for in full disclosure, it's now night <laughs> and we just keep talking. And so, who knows this is going to go. Um, but yes. The, uh, the, the workings are not well-defined at all. (laughs) Well, on purpose, though. Yeah.
1: Like, it's literally anything else you want to do in this right. Yeah. Um, you know, and if it's a high day, there may not be a working.
0: Yeah. Often, in fact, there isn't. Um, I had to work real hard to get enough workings to fill up the, the druid moons. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, what am I going to do every year? So, um... It was, it was difficult to come up with stuff. But the, the principle that we tend to work off of is that we've done this whole right. We've made our offerings. We've received our blessings, which are tools, magical tools that we can do work with. Now we're going to put those tools to work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so when we think about kind of the, the magical current that flows through our rituals, you know, you've got the creation of the cosmos, the recreation of the cosmos, the painting of the cosmic picture, filling it out, however you want to phrase that. You've got the gates that open the ways between worlds and allow the, the magic to flow, the blessings to, to come down, the offerings to go up, and everything to kind of transmute and change. And then you've got your omen where you say, "All right." We're, we've we've made our offerings what are we, what blessings will we get in return and then once you know what they are and can affirmatively consent to them you call for those blessings and seek to do the work with those waters not everyone puts the omens into the waters that's actually a fairly recent development within mm. ADF but we've always put the omens into the waters within the grove and those have then become the tools that we work with. Mm-hmm. And we don't always specifically call back to them, um, but sometimes, especially when they're really apt, Yeah. Uh, if we're doing the healing blanket, if we're re-blessing the healing blanket and we've got really good healing omens from Brij oh, yeah, then... or Brigando, we're totally calling that back in. So um, yeah, it, it how explicit we get on that set of tools changes.
1: It varies on the work,
0: yeah. yeah. And the tools. Yeah, so, but that's that's the intent of the work, and that's why the working is where it is. Um, that's why it's after the blessings. It's why it's after the omens. It's why it's after all the offerings. It's why you don't, you know, do work in the offering section typically is because you don't have the tools yet. Right. So, um, that's what we, that's why we've placed it there in flow. Um, but the workings can literally be anything. I mean, they can be. You can reconsecrate a blanket, which is what we do at Imolk almost every year. We, we re-consecrate our, our healing blanket. Um, you can weave things uh, to, to do work with. You can bless a child. You can put a wedding in that.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, at my home shrine, if I'm doing a core order of ritual, right, which is not typical for me, mm-hmm. um, but if I am, I will fly through the core of ritual and then sit in the working for however long it takes to do (laughs) what I'm doing, to paint something, to crochet something, to, um, do a healing work with candle and song and that kind of stuff. Like uh, the working will take a long time. Yeah. And then I'll fly out. Like I'll think and I'll, I'll go. Mm -hmm. Um, but the core order can be real fast and the working can still be real long, particularly if you're not worried about like, managing other people
0: yeah yeah um the other interesting way to look at the flow of things is um if you wanted to take the example of you know what would an adf wedding look like if you wanted the quarter virtual as your basic outline
1: i mean i've done those
0: yeah um (laughs) but for me and and you may have a different logical process for this but for me the logical process is Everybody makes offerings, and you do your oaths in kind of that, that offering section. So you, you've got offerings to the Earth Mother and offerings to inspiration, and you recreate the cosmos. You open the gates and call your gatekeeper. You make offerings to the ancestors of the couple, the spirits of nature, the place that you're in, the deities who watch over this. Maybe they're specific deities, maybe they're not and then you turn it over to the couple and they make their offerings and they give their oath at that point. Um, And maybe they exchange rings, maybe you hold off on that, Um, but they, they make their oaths to each other, they make their oaths to the spirits and the presence of the spirits, you make a final offering, you take an omen, you do a blessing, and then you've got your working, which could be your ring exchange, it could be unity sand or unity candle, it could be a hand fasting, all those kinds of things fit really well into that working section. Mm-hmm. And then you can think and, and finish out. So if you're thinking about how to build a wedding and an ADF ritual, that that would be my recommendation in terms of yeah. placing things.
1: That is that is how I've done those. Perfect. Um <laughs> the uh With the omen specifically, I always give the couple the option of, like, A, do you want me to take one? Yeah. B, do you want me to take one publicly? Uh Uh-huh. And so one of the ones I this, they wanted me to take it publicly. And then those were the gifts that we blessed their wedding whiskey with that their rings were in. Yeah. And so they exchanged the cup and drank the whiskey. And then we pulled the rings out, which had been blessed. Mm Mm-hmm. And they exchanged their rings, and so it was like we tied those blessings into the, into the the, the things that would hold them together yeah. throughout their marriage. Got when it. I've done memorials or funerals,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's kind of the same thing where the working is the um, the remembrance, the sharing of stories, the 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 memories, the like what is being kept because the work of a memorial is to remember the person Mm -hmm. who has passed and so that is what i have put there when i've done
0: those i could see you if you wanted to i can see you putting that remembrance in the offerings and then the psychopompic work into the working.
1: It depends. that would, that would really, be
0: very public, psychopompic work. <laughs> well,
1: and, and again, that really would depend on the community that you're doing yes. that with, right? Yeah. Um,
0: so, you know.
1: And particularly the ones that I've done where it's, I don't know the person. Yeah. Um, I turn the working over to the people
0: who, who do. do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's no right or wrong way to, to figure out what the working should be. I don't think. I think that it really depends on context in most cases. Um, a lot of workings, I mean, especially in high day rituals, I try and do things that people can provide some kind of help to their community or something that brings the community together. I try not to do individual projects during workings <laughs> where I can help it. Um, it, it's, it became different in COVID where we were all alone. Mm-hmm. And so we did workings where people would, you know, color a coloring page and we would share those. Um, or
1: But even then, the work was community building.
0: It is, yes.
1: The work was not your, I mean, like, in a way it was the work of, like, honoring a specific whoever, right? Yeah. Um, but the broader work was actually community building.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, so, yeah, it, for, for those kinds of rites, we try and, and do that. Now, um, every so often, we'll run into a, a situation where someone needs healing or something like that. And we've mostly saved those for Druid Moon rites. Yeah. We, we try not to do those. I don't super even.
1: Public. So, like, when I'm running a Druid Moon rite, i ask before i start the working section if there are any needs from the community yeah and then a lot of times i'll give them the option of do you want to do our druid moon working first or do you want to do our community workings first and it varies based on what things are um and sometimes i will pick based on what i think is gonna
0: that's usually what i do longer yeah
1: um so a lot of times I'll do like the druid moon working first if I think the other one's going to be super emotional, mm-hmm. or I'll I'll do it the other way around if people need to like.
0: <laughs> yeah. Every so themselves. often I'll find good ways to combine the two. Sometimes. But, but it not depends always. on what the working is that's planned. Sometimes it doesn't fit. Yeah. And so you have to do them separately. But, but every so often I'll 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 luck out and I'll be like, yeah, we can totally mix these things in together and it it'll work great.
1: Yeah, so. but. High day rights, I don't ask if there are other workings. Because then you get people making oaths, you get people, like, sharing very personal medical and emotional things that, like, maybe not everyone needs
0: to know about. I I was going to say, you don't just get people making oaths, you get people making poorly considered oaths off the cuff. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually what happens there. And I've seen more than my fair share of those from really expensive... Uh, Experienced ritualists. Yep. And, um, I don't want to embarrass anybody like that.
1: Right. So I don't, <laughs> I don't ask for community workings at a high day.
0: Yeah. Um, those, those are all planned in advance. And I, I've every so often I'll think about this, but I'm not sure if I want to more proactively plan Druid Moon workings than we do. Um, Partly because I kind of like the off-the-cuff on that. And I prefer, if you give people enough time, they'll come up with something that they need work done for. And I'm not sure that a druid moon is, I don't think that it lends itself well to pre-planning some of that stuff. I think it's, it's too small, it's too close
1: I what I like about our druid moon workings is as a as a ritualist it lets me experiment with a way to do something that uh-huh. I would not have done. Yeah. Initially. And it always works. Sometimes it, it works in a way that I'm like, "Ooh, I should write that down and repeat it." Yeah. Right? Um but I I don't I don't know. I would not want to pre-plan. Yeah. Drew moon workings.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I thought about that. I'm like, yeah, but that could,
1: when it's that could some, lead it's all sorts of Well, other and because when it's someone who they have a real...
0: Immediate need. Need,
1: then they reach out to us directly, yeah. and it's its own separate thing that we do. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you and I have both done those, and it's... And I, I think our, our community knows that we will do that. Yeah. Um, which makes it less pressing in a way. Like, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I've, I think that, that does help. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's it's a, a fine line to walk. How do you plan out your, your workings and, and how much pre-planning do you need to do? And I, I think that if you are doing... A major working in a public ritual—you've you've got to plan it out. It's not the time for experimentation.
1: Right. Well, and I—I
0: I almost don't... did that at summer solstice, and I decided not to.
1: Okay.
0: Y'all, y'all lucked out. Not only because it would have just been more time in the rain, but I, I had a plan, and I'm like, mm, no, we're not going to do that today. I um. both fire and wheels and <laughs> rolling them down hills and.
1: No, I like uh, I. I like planning workings for high days. I also don't think that high day workings should be about a single person or a single, like, need, you know? Like, it's one thing to ask for group healing because the whole community is hurting because of this thing, right? It's very different to have this one person has some new medical diagnosis and we're going to pray for them. Like that's, yeah. it's
0: a very different, or, you know, this person is trying to get pregnant because that has a whole lot of other baggage.
1: Yeah. There's just a whole lot of it. Yeah. that like, I don't think a single person working for a high day is the, like, that's not yeah. the place for it.
0: Yeah. With, cause when you open it up to something like that and like pregnancy is a really good example because there are people who haven't been able to get pregnant and, or people who've miscarried or all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And if, if you do a working for somebody and you need the whole community's consent to do that work for that person with those blessings, then you
1: have people who are hurting or reticent or yeah, whatever.
0: Like, And it's, it's, it's harder. Um, we've, We've occasionally done weddings at high days. Mm-hmm. Um, those work okay. I'm not a big fan of them, but they work okay, particularly when the couple's primary community is the Grove. Right. Um, but if if they're inviting all their friends and family, they don't work as well for high days. Do it, Go the next weekend, do it just for them. Give them the attention that they deserve, because getting married is a big deal. Yeah. And you know, but if if they really want to have it amongst all of their friends and family, and all of their friends and family are Grove members,
1: mm-hmm. you know, well, that's and good. even then, the times that that's happened, like I'm thinking of a Saturn right, yeah, we did like we knew that was going on, and so we chose to do a rite dedicated to Hades and Persephone, and leaned into the marriage aspect. Yes, like so, we it it fit. Yes. Um. Again, that's pre planning. Yep. So.
0: So, yeah, I, I think that planning is, is one of the keys with, with workings. I've done plenty of half-baked workings, and none of them have <laughs> been any good. Um, so I've, I've mostly stopped half-baked planning. I'm at least three-quarters mm-hmm. baked when I start something now. Um, so the other thing that is worth noting is I don't think that your magical work necessarily needs to be Indo-European in nature. No. Um, I don't think it, you know, I don't think you have to avoid things, that the corridor says that you should avoid, necessarily, either. Um, if you want to call on elements or watchtowers, whatever, is it working. Um, I'm mostly okay with that, personally. If you want to (laughs) safely
1: collect blood and use it?
0: Yeah, just please don't collect it in the right. You know, I think that's more difficult, um...
1: I, I disagree, but.
0: <laughs> you know, there's, we're, we're going to agree to disagree on that one only because, um, I mean, I have a diabetic kid. I, I'm always taking blood. Um, and, and so I'm somewhat cavalier about how one takes blood and the dangers of taking blood and all that kind of stuff. But I'm I'm going to agree to disagree with you on that <laughs> one. <laughs> That's fine. We, we can hash that out later, but, um. No, I think that there are, when it comes to workings, most of the bets are off because it is a magical space and it's magical work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, you can do what's effective. And I think that's the key, is it should be effective and it should be what you want to, to do with it. T- take your blessings, do your work, find the tools that work for you and let the let the ritual flow from start to finish manage the magical by following the flow i think you'll be okay Yeah. thanks for listening and there's more to come
1: we welcome your ideas and questions if there's something you would like to hear us discuss in a future episode please drop us a line at druidsandcars at threecranes.org.
0: if you'd like to donate you can do so at threecranesorg donate
1: Druids and Cars Going to Festivals is a production of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. Our theme song's lyrics were written by Arthur Shipkowski and the music is written and recorded by Mike Beershank.
0: Learn more about our grove at threecranes.org, and more about druidry at adf.org.
1: As always, keep circulating the tapes, and let us pray with a good fire.